Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And this is Married, married to, to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. <laughs> I'm so sleepy, and it just hit me while I was talking. Right, as we were doing the intro. I'm Jason Rosenwald. I know, I'm tired too. How are you? How was your week? How are you feeling? Um, Apparently, I... You gave us like, a scare last night. I had like a heat stroke or something. I had like a... Yeah, I was exhausted and uh, or food poisoning or something. Who knows? But you never actually got sick, right? Well, I had some poop issues. Yeah, but you never. No, I didn't. I, never th- I didn't ever throw up. It's no. a very technical term, hebled. But I like was in a flop sweat and couldn't move. Yeah, and you were in a lot yeah. of pain, and I'm yeah. so sorry. Not that fun. was no fun. Zero stars. Wouldn't recommend. I will say something that cracked me up though, because uh, Jason was going to do a scene in class last night. And I had said, I'd, I'd come out from putting Lila down and found him on the couch in the sitting area outside the office, and he wasn't feeling great. And then he was like, oh, oh, oh. And he laid down on the floor, just like full on on the floor. And I said, oh, no. And he went, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do class tonight. He was like, my, my stomach really hurts, and I'm getting this flop sweat. And I said, well, let your scene partner know. And he, he was like, yeah. And then he was like, can you do me a favor? I was like, sure. Like, honey, what do you need? Whatever you need. And he went, would you run lines with me? I was like, are you kidding right now? And he was like, no. So he was full on, eyes closed, flapped out, like on his back on the floor. And I was running lines with him. So that goes to show the dedication of a true artist, even when you're feeling horrific. Yeah. His priority was to run the lines in case that he got through this and was able to attend class in, last in night. In case I was able to stand up. Yes. Because <laughs> he couldn't stand up. I was like, oh, yeah. no. But I got him water and a, a special electrolyte drink. and You would do the same. I would 1,000% do the same. Yeah. No, that that's... When when you are an artist, yeah. uh, it's, just, it's what you do. You're committed. You, yeah. You say you're going to do it, you do it, and you go 1,000% even if you are falling over and laying on the floor. So... Do not mess with the heat index. Do yeah. not mess with this crazy heat wave. Drink a lot of wave. water. Drink water, electrolytes, yeah, everything you need because it's very, very easy. I mean, Jason's typically pretty good about drinking and eating when he needs to, but yesterday yeah. he was running just, around. He had a settlement and things were going on me, and yeah. it caught him. So everyone, be take, careful yeah, out there in this take heat. Take care of yourselves. Yes. And congratulations on your settlement. Yeah, I had two settlements since our last... Uh, yeah, Since in the last our, week. Our, our last episode, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, it's a payday. Woohoo. Woohoo. What else is going on? Um, I have two auditions coming up for two feature films. Hey, that's exciting. One shoots in Ohio, one shoots in Mississippi. That's great. Yeah. That's amazing. You need to put those on tape this when week. When do they do this week? Uh, the, the one for Mississippi is due. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Um, it's due by uh, the second at two p.m., so maybe we'll do it tomorrow. Okay. I just need that energy level to totally. be there. Totally. And totally. pitch all this on. You can hear I don't have any energy, Absolutely. so I don't want to. And the, the audition, the, there's a really it's a good scene to see the the range of the character. He's he's like a tangential villain of the film, and he's like a. He's like a sexy, alluring bad guy who switches from like intriguing to dangerous in a moment. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. And then the other one, I think I'm a con artist. I haven't really broken it down. It's a page and a half monologue. Oh my goodness. 
And um, yeah, that'll be fun. But that you one's not due. That'll that one's be not fun. due until I think the thirteenth. So oh, okay, so I'll you get have that, some time. But I'll get that in. I think at the beginning of this next week. I was gonna say focus on Lila's birthday and yeah. your parents coming. Yeah. Well, and uh, then and then maybe the evening of her birthday, once everything is calmed down, and she's in bed, and she's in bed, I'll be able to do it that night. Yeah. What you'll be able to do it, as in put it on, or that's when you'll start like playing with it. I do it. Oh wow! Or or, play, or playing with it. I don't know, but yeah. I, I just would like to get it done sooner than later. So of course, can, of course. I'd rather be the bar that other people get compared to. Totally. Than then have co- to, coming in like right under the wire, and then have to, to get get in. over whatever the bar is. Because totally. if they've been looking at a guy for like the entire period of time, going, "Oh, we really like him. We really like him." The chances of you competing with that person, unless you're a completely different choice, yeah. If you make, if you're in the same color palette of choices lacking right. a better analogy <laughs> they're gonna go with the one they've already been enjoying and I it's think. always so interesting when it comes to that because i have heard you know there there are rules or like the way things go except people guidelines. people they're more like, they're more guidelines, like guidelines, guidelines anyway uh but some casting offices and one perk of this whole pandemic thing is they have gotten much more active with social media and engaging things and doing you know challenges online and things like that because they've had the time some people say when there's like a, a date, like it's due by the 13th, they'll watch them as they come in. And so there's a very real chance what you just said will happen. They'll well, find and, someone and they, they love and then they they're going to... advise that in both of the, both the audition notes. I was going to say, you got to check the notes because if the notes say it's a rolling audition, just get it in as soon as you can or the earlier the better, then of course. There are certain offices, some of them are really big offices, that even if there's like a five or six day window, they do not watch them until the deadline. Which and is, then they sit and just watch I them all of, together. I kind of agree with that. No, I do too. But it, it depends on what the role is, the project, the turnaround date, the level of, you know, it, there, there are so many components to that. But I do find it interesting which big offices will do it, like what these two films are doing, kind of rolling as it goes, versus... The deadline's in 72 hours, and they're not going to watch a thing until it comes in. Well, so you can get it in right away or get it in 10 minutes before the deadline. Don't do that, though, in case you have a technical glitch. <laughs> and then they watch it all together and will you know, inform their decision from there. Well, I, I like the idea of doing the rolling audition idea for one real reason, is that if you're casting a lot of roles... yeah. Uh, kind of having an idea once you've got one, they're like, oh, we feel really strongly about this one. This one right. to go against that, or that's not right for this, then but you can be start for that looking one. for typing. Yeah. To go, like do a good match or foil to that actor. For sure. And again, it really depends on project. I feel like features rolling like that makes yeah. so much more sense. But when it's episodic and quick turnaround, that's harder. It's, it's harder to do that. Yeah. For sure. But that's great. We'll have to work on that. I have an interesting, and <laughs> I swear I don't do this to you on purpose. You, you weren't feeling well last night, so I couldn't tell you. That's fine. I have a, a possible opportunity that I'm debating about submitting to. Talk to me about and it. And part of me is like, I should do it to get back out there and just do it. And, you know, you're the only person who stands in your own way. And then the part of me is like, but I don't know if I want to do it. What is it? A girl I know, <laughs> she's a singer-songwriter. I've known her for a long time. Uh, she's gotten pretty successful. She put this random post on Facebook yesterday going, hey, and I don't know if this is her company or a company she's working with, but it sounded like her company. They are looking to book uh, singers and musicians for 
restaurants and and things like that just to you know get your music heard or just be playing and get a paycheck cool. kind of a thing. And they are specifically looking for Los Angeles, Vegas, Chicago, and Washington D.C. Well, and okay, I was well, like, you can knock out three um, of those. I'm right. Four of them. Here. You, can, you can knock. Well, all they those. did say local to like where you are right now. They're uh-huh. like right now we don't have other cities available, and because things bookings can show up so last minute, like make sure it's your region. Okay. And I saw this like Washington D.C. and was like, oh, what's what's holding you back? So this is something that I have always done, and this has been something that I've been trying to overcome for years. And you know this, I don't like to play in front of people unless yeah. it's you know on a stage with a spotlight scheduled show. The music atmosphere at a restaurant or that kind of thing has always made me a little weary because it's not like they're coming to see you. It's not a show. You're just kind of there to do it. And part of me has always been nervous about it. I had an opportunity when I was 19 to do it. I passed, like right here in the area. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's always just made me feel a little... (sighs) Ick is the wrong word. But like uncomfortable. You're yes, uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't have to be my original work. I can just do covers and things like that. I don't know what it pays. I don't know what the hours would be like or how what the bookings would be like. But I'm like, ooh, yeah. As the world's opening back up post-pandemic, we're trying to figure out how to make sure we keep our artists' lives alive while we're here. Mm-hmm. I was like, is it time? Then I felt like a hypocrite because I wouldn't do it when I was a teenager in town when I was offered a bunch of stuff. And then I was like, at 36, turning 37, pregnant, is that a t- me being a hypocrite on myself to do it now? Different or is circumstances it like entirely. Totally different circumstances. So I'm, I'm trying to decide whether well, okay. I'm going to reach out can and I, submit. Can I speak to 19-year-old Amelia You for may, a please. Why did 19-year-old Amelia do that? Because it made me nervous and I didn't want to. Okay. Doing can, the can, concert can, for my own CD, now not I to, loved. Not to dig into the psychology too much uh, to unpack it. Um, I know it makes you uncomfortable and I'm not trying to take that apart. I'm not trying to analyze that or correct that in any way. But what, if you could point to a specific thing that makes you uncomfortable about it, if it's very general and you don't have anything specific, totally get that. There's nothing specific. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. It's the kind of thing where I'll be playing at home and I hear you come in and stop. It's that same thing, but I don't know what it is. Speaking of which, last Thursday. Okay. For the first time since we lived here, which is a year ago tomorrow, by the way, we're about to hit the one year of moving to Maryland. I was home alone for the first time ever for about an hour and a half. I had dropped Lila off at camp. You had gone. Mom had gone. And I was waiting for uh, the generator guy to come. And I was alone. And I was sitting on the computer building my website. And then I went, no. Wait a second, I'm home alone. And I went to the piano and played for 45 minutes straight. The, the grand one the downstairs. Grand? Nice. And How'd that feel? It, oh my God, it felt so good. It felt so good. Then the doorbell rang. And I, you, uh, yep. <laughs> have you talked, okay, have you talked to Daryl about you that? You know, I haven't. So here. I haven't. That's always, but again, if I'm scheduled to perform, I don't get that. I'm totally at ease, I, but the restaurant cir- circuit would, is not that in my mind I for whatever would reason. Talk to your therapist about, <laughs> and this is like good advice for all artists. Yeah. Like the things that make you uncomfortable in a given, like if somebody said, Hey, uh, I'm a producer. Could you play me something? Oh, that's happened multiple times to me. And you've climbed up? 
I've clammed up three or four times, and I've played two or three times. So here's the thing. You need to... Not clam ever, up. Well, it's not about clamming up. You, you still yet may. No, it's, but using that to your advantage and actually playing because you don't want to squash or squander an opportunity. And, and also teaching, teaching yourself an additional skill, teaching your, your brain and your heart and everything, that additional skill set that you can, in this moment, take a risk and nothing will happen to you. Teaching yourself that you can do that so that, and this is also very different than playing in a restaurant. I'm not saying that that's, these are analogous. I'm not saying that they're the same thing, but one of the things that we, one of the things I need to work on is like just being able to at the drop of the hat, do a monologue or something like that. Like yeah. I don't have that skill. Um, that's the, that's the thing that's, I think that's the barrier between a lot of artists and success is finding the tools that they don't have and sharpening them because it's not that they don't have the skills. It's not, they don't have the talent. It's that there's some, a tool they just haven't. There's a vulnerability. All right. So here, here's an example over the years. Boy, I've had, I had the most random gigs. I've been a sushi girl. I've when you're like lying basically naked at parties and they're, you know, eating sushi. That was weird. Uh, You do things, you just, you do all these random, random things and there's, no fear, no butterflies. You just do it because that's the yeah. job you're doing. And, and, and you're, you're, whether it's the, the, the host thing where you're dressed up as, a, I mean, there are so many different things. Even singing gigs, I don't really get super nervous. It's when I'm singing and playing piano. It's when I'm actually sitting and doing my thing. There is a level, and I work with this on my students, and it, it's so strange because I'm great at, great at coaching it. There's an, ex, an extreme heightened vulnerability when it's you at the piano singing a song. Oh, 100%. And it just makes me uncomfortable when I want to do it. For all I know, if I were to book this, I'd feel differently because I'm getting paid and it's a gig and I could, it could feel different. But that initial thing to even submit made me go, mm, I don't know. I would say, I don't know, I don't know. I would say that that is something that um, you may never get over, but... It is worth every dime, penny, and moment to fix. And, or I shouldn't say fix. Fix means there's something wrong with you. I should say... Explore. Explore. Build that tool. Right. Because if you're given an opportunity... Given an opportunity to have... It always sounds so weird to be like, your talent heard. But yeah, like your talent heard to have any kind of exposure and to get paid for being an artist. Yeah. Like, hello, it's amazing. I'm not sure if part of me is also like, I'm pregnant and then I'm going to have a baby and be on maternity leave. And the idea of accepting something to then go on pause is also making me a little yeah, nervous. Well, you might get replaced. Sense. It happens. Right. So. But that shouldn't be. if. That, but that shouldn't be a reason why I don't. So I'm trying to figure out why I'm hesitating. And I, yeah, I swear I wasn't just waiting to do this on here. I just didn't have a chance to talk to you about it last night. I was ailing on the floor. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah. would, I would just say that like. I've said this in so many ways that are like kind of dismissive of your circumstance when I've been like, if I had the talent that you had, and that's not what I'm saying with any of this. Okay. What I'm saying is you need to work on that so that you are not a barrier to your own success, which Which is... Which I absolutely have been in the past, specifically on the music side. Well, I mean, that's a human, that's part of the human condition is we, we fear success because then what? Yeah. Well, the reality is, is that... All your dreams come true? <laughs> no. I mean, you still have to work crazy hard at no, it. No, but, but like, what's the worst thing that happens? 
it, I, and that's kind of the the mindset that I kind of need to get to in a lot of things. Yeah. Like um, kind of accepting like, all right, cool. So if you screw up, no one dies, right? Okay, no one dies. Okay, those are stakes I can deal up. with. Those right. are stakes I can deal with. Right. Am I a bad person if I make a mistake? No. no. Am I endangering my wife or my child if I make a mistake? No. no. Am I endangering my family or my legacy if I make a mistake? No. Wow. I suddenly have so, so many less burdens. Right, I know. Let's just go do this thing. I and know. if I screw up, own it. Don't cover it up. Don't run from the mistakes. And yeah, I made a mistake. And next time we'll make a different mistake. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many times on stage in live theater have there been mishaps that you have just have to quickly go yeah. doop, doop, doop? But it's fun and you love that exhilaration, that moment. Or all those years I was a Disney princess, anytime I was Ariel and there was a piano, I'd sit down and play part of your world. It was amazing. And the kids always loved it. And the parents were like, oh my God. And it was a character. But it was a character. It's very different. And this is a psychology thing I work on with my clients. It's very different when it's not a character, but it's you. So yeah, I will keep you posted on that. Yeah. That's kind of my big thing this week. I would really just... The, the long-term life goal. Yeah. Kind of a fix. Yeah. That's not a... Yeah, that's and not, it's not going to be like an immediate thing, but like an immediate fix, but I, it's something I'm considering submitting for and just seeing what what happens because it'd be nice to get out there and, you know, flex the muscles and play and yeah. and, 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 sh- and if you do it and you get replaced because you have to go on maternity leave, fine. Fine. At least I did it yeah. and I can put it on the resume. <laughs> Or even just if, have the even if you don't put it on the resume, it. it's just yeah. something to do because then then what you're going to feel more comfortable doing is if you if we go to a place and you just want to like pop on the piano and play a ditty because that's one of those things that's always been like pop a, on the piano and play a ditty. It's well, true. Though. It's always one of those things with you. Always been like, what are you afraid of? Yeah. And and I and I can't answer that. Only you can. I know. And, and you don't need to answer it for anybody but yourself. Yeah. And I think that's the, the I think that's been one of the hardest things for me to accept in our marriage and in our relationship is you having or not having an answer about something that's for Amelia has nothing to do with me. <laughs> yes. I might want yeah. an answer, but at the end of the day, it's none of my business. It, the, my business is that I care and I want you to feel supported and loved and oh, to feel like you have the ability and safe place to flourish. Yeah. But at the end of the day, who cares what I think about any of that if you don't feel supported, feel comfortable, and feel fearless? It doesn't matter what I do. Oh, and you're not going to be able to answer any of those things for me. You have to answer them for you. For me, yep. I'm very good at giving other people advice. Yeah. I've never been so great at giving it to myself. You've been great at giving it to yourself. You've been less good taking at listening. It, taking yeah. it. Taking it. It's true. It's true. Uh, another fun little music thing. It's been three years since I released the music video Pregnant with Lila, which is insane that it's been yeah. three years and she's about to turn three. Yeah. And I was just thinking, well, I got to gotta do another one for, for this little lady. If you want to. Oh, no. I definitely want to. Um, what would the song I can't, be? I can't. Oh, I'm not going to share that. You, but you have one. I believe so. Okay, cool. I believe so. I was really thinking about it and really thinking about it. And then the other day I kind of stumbled on an idea and went, oh my God, oh my God. And got all like tear and emotional and was like, yeah, no, that's the song. You're going to force Ivan to shoot it? Well, okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> I was thinking this too. We don't have our, our people here. Yeah, there are no people Th- here. There just aren't. And to get the, and I, 
this is not a diss to Ivan in any way, shape, or form. The quality, like, of the DP, like, <laughs> I kind of want to reach out and be like, hey, are you, you know, going to be in the D.C. area anytime in the next two months and just see if I can snag Jay for an afternoon? <laughs> I don't think that that's going to be the he's gonna case. Be here. He's kind of working. And then there was that brief thing where we may have gone to L.A. next week and I was going to reach out last minute and be like, dude, I need you for, like, Twilight out for a golden hour because <laughs> he shot it so fast. That's Jay. Uh, it's, I just, that's one reason why I love working with Jay. It's like two takes, bomb, 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 bomb. Um, and he cut together that beautiful video and then, you know, paged my hair and makeup and... It was so. It was so special. Plus, all that was a secret for you. It was, I, I really did it for her, but for you as a surprise. And so it, it was really neat because over the years, you do all these favors for people to be able to be like, "Hey, I need a favor. I need a favor now." And to have that Jay, that Diaz, that incredible DP come on, and then Paige come in, and we just did it one afternoon. Um, but trying to figure out how to do it, and Ivan is so 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 busy, and and trying to figure out the DP and the camera and the style and see if we can do that. Yeah. Here. Also like weather wise, you being out. It's harder right now. It's so sweaty. And I gross. know. Well, I'm not due till October. So I mean, we can, we can wait you a got little time, bit, but the whole, my, my but point is more like, ew. I know. <laughs> ew, I know. David. Ew, David. Apparently ew. Uh, she, uh, Annie did an interview on Fallon and yeah. apparently she only says, ooh, David, specifically, ooh, David. David. Twice in the whole show. Is it really just twice? She does go, ew, ew. And she goes, David, but actually putting it together. Ew, ew David. David. She only did twice. twice. But no she would way. ask, she would add David as an exclamation on a lot of things. Yes, she did. Like she'd be like, oh, 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 and Did you see the super cut that that fam put together? It's like two months already, but it's like a two minute super cut of every time she did ew and David. And it's the whole series. And it's just her, ew. David, David, just the, like the different Davids. David, There's, it's so I love that funny. Show. It's so funny. I love that show too. It's so good. There's a great, uh, there's a great fan video or whatever of a guy doing your greeting message as Moira Rose, and it's you, on your cell phone. It's like hilarious because like <laughs> I've seen the one where she's the voice of the GPS. Yeah, it's that, very that guy similar. who does That's who does very, the impersonation of as very if Moira is the yeah. GPS, and I was howling. Oh my! I can't even do her, yeah, Moira's I, accent. Like I'm not even going to attempt it. It's but what accent? It's just specifically it's just Moira. The Rose. Way, yeah, it, it's no, just it's Moira. specifically it's like that. It's non-regional, but regional. <laughs> it's so. Ar- if you guys haven't watched Shit's Creek, articulate, David. David. <laughs> Fold in the cheese. I love that scene so much. Do I have to teach you everything? Can, can, do I have to do everything? Can, can, yeah, can it, you do one thing? It becomes British <laughs> very easily, and it's not. It does, but it's not British. So brilliant, and you should all watch it if you Yeah, Shit's Creek. It's the jam. It's so good. Uh, it's so man. good. I'm exhausted. Me I want to take a nap. I'm going to take a nap, too, but two more things to talk about. All right, two more. Lila is turning three. The next time that we're on here next we'll week, have a we'll three have year a three-year-old, and we're doing a little birthday party for her. Very, very small, very, very little. Um, if you're not invited, it's not personal. Not personal at all. Uh, keeping it in the in the bubble for safety. Um, but it's going to be fairy themed, mm-hmm. and I have wings. Jason's going to wear wings, and I have wings, and I got Lila the most delicious, adorable little floral fairy type of princess dress with these sparkly little shoes and she has this little tiara. She hasn't seen this stuff yet, 
but we're going to do a, a little fairy celebration for her, and your parents will be here for it, which will be lovely that they'll actually be able yeah, to Yeah, it'll be nice. It'll be 17 her. months since we've seen them. Yeah. Um, and then Camp is throwing her a little birthday party at Camp with Oreos, because they're vegan and like allergen-friendly, uh, aside from gluten, but they're allergen-friendly on... Tuesday, so that'll be really nice that she'll feel <laughs> celebrated at camp too. Good. And we're gonna do a little birthday Shabbat Friday because you always do birthday Shabbats either the Friday yeah. before or after. And I just cannot believe she's turning three, three. and she's thriving in camp. She is. How did she? How did she do today at the handoff? She did great. She did great. Was, was, um, she, was she still sniffling on her way out the car? She was. Uh, she got a little sniffly because she got sad because I had to take the princesses. She she really wants to take the princesses into camp, but you can't take anything from home into camp. So she got a little sniffly because she was a little teary. So hopefully that's all it is, and some allergies maybe. We'll 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 see. Um, but she did great. She said hi to everybody, like to the counselors, and she got out of the car. It's so cute because she very slowly and tentatively takes her arms out, and she'll kind of still glance at me, and I say, I love you. Have a good day. And the counselor looks at me, and she goes, I love you too, Mommy. You have a good day too. And she goes, I just love the way you say bye to your daughter. Oh, last week I was dropping her what? off one day, and I said, you know, Mommy always comes back. I love you. And this one counselor went, it makes me so happy to hear you say that. You're the only mom. A drop off who I hear say that. And I say that to my kids and that makes me really happy. And I was like, I'm the only mom who says that? Yeah, but everyone else is like, get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's an in-between. No. But, but <laughs> you know, we really, ever since she was an infant, we've talked about how mommy and daddy always come yeah. back and it's so important to, to do that. And so this morning I, you know, was telling her I love her and mommy always comes back and I'll see you later. Um, but yeah, it surprised me when the counselor last week said no other mom says I, in the drop off line. I'm sure we have, I'm sure back. we've discussed the psychology about how I feel like we're going to break our child if that one day becomes a lie. <laughs> well, I mean, it's really dark and, that is, and that's really, that's really, that is really dark. macabre that's to think about. But I feel like from. I feel like <sighs> 20, 20 year old me would be so upset with my parents if they passed, and I'd be like, "You said you'd always come back." And you oh my god, that's dude! What, yeah, that's where that's where my brain goes. <laughs> that is true. That's where that my brain true. goes. You 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 do go to that dark place. <laughs> like, legitimately, I hope at our eulogy when we both pass away after clinking walkers and drifting off to become birds, like in the Notebook. Yes, yes, um, yes. That when our daughter eulogizes us, she goes, "They said they said they, they would, would always come, come back. back. This time they didn't." Oh. And that's oh, you're okay. gonna make me cry because <laughs> they're together. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, you got me. I got, I got tears in the eyes, people. Tears in the eyes. Hoo wee. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, I'm gonna pass out. Okay. Face down onto this keyboard. Right there here. was one more thing I was gonna say, but I can't. I can't remember. Oh, you forgot? Yeah. Okay. It was, um, it was Lila and and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we've got know. some auditions coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, the world is still crazy. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The Delta variant. Delta Plus. Okay. So California had completely opened up on July 15th. Mm-hmm. Nope. June 15th. June 15th. Everything opened the way it was. Everyone took off their masks. DC kind of, they, they did it too. And in Maryland, it was lifted, but most people, like I went to CVS yesterday and everyone was still wearing the masks. Well, if the CVS so, says masks are recommended. Yeah. Yeah, it's private business. Um, but especially in LA, it all opened up and everyone was like, yay, no Freedom. mess. And now they're saying, they, they released it <laughs> Hold yesterday. Hold up. Hold up, people. 
Um, they, they haven't enforced minute. it yet, which means nobody's doing it. But because this Delta variant is spreading so rapidly, they're now saying, all right, masks on again when you're indoors in public. Outdoors, they're still saying you don't have to do the masks. But Good people luck. are so over it. They're like, no, I'm done. Screw this. I'm not wearing the masks. And 4th of July weekend is about to happen. There is more travel happening than has happened since pre-pandemic, and it's about to explode explode again. So I'm just really hoping that everyone remains at least somewhat vigilant and cautious so that we don't totally backslide all over again. I hope we learned something in the last year and a half. I would hope so. But, you know, it's... I would hope so. How do you feel about that? How do I feel? I'm indifferent. Like... Like the realities of in, there's going to be another I, big I, outbreak kind of thing, and like I'm no one is ambivalent to the suffering of man. I don't know. You're ambivalent uh, to the su- can you make that a bumper sticker? I, I don't. I'm ambivalent to the suffering of man. I don't. <laughs> Jason Rosenwald. Like, I care from the sense of human cost and the um, st- starting at this level. I care from human cost, but to those that lose loved ones and the trauma inflicted upon them and those in the medical industry caring for those. Yeah. After that, I don't know that I care. Yeah. Because the reality just is, because of what's happened over the last seventeen months, you yeah. become numb to it. Well, or? it's like we've taken care of ourselves. We've been responsible. Yeah. If people choose not to be responsible, there's nothing you can do about. There's nothing that. I can do about it. I can't live my life trying to mitigate everyone else's risks. I have to mitigate my own. Wear a mask. Wash my hands. Be responsible. If there's a lockdown, listen to it. Be obedient to the best guidelines. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, one thing I did definitely learned is I know who to listen to mm-hmm. and I know who to be afraid of now. Yeah. If we haven't all as a society learned that in the last year and a half. Which and it's, it's blaringly clearly obvious that we haven't. has not been the case. But we need to, like, there's a Delta variant variant emerging in India. Yeah, so what's, okay, so you just said Delta... Delta Plus. Plus. There's a joke that it's uh, it's like Delta variant, but without the commercials. Um, oh, my God. This is a dark joke. That is a very dark joke. Um, but, yeah, so because... It spreads more rapidly. It spread, Delta, Delta spreads more rapidly. So yeah. um, the more times a virus can replicate and spread, the quicker it can mutate and change. Uh, the quicker it mutates and changes, the less likely it is the previous vaccination and the previous iteration of protection will continue to help. So in India, because that country of over a billion people didn't have the infrastructure in place to keep its people safe, yeah. um, the current nationalist um leader of that country doesn't necessarily care for its Muslim population or its poor population because he's weirdly analogous to our former president. They've developed their own version of COVID-19, not purposefully. Um, and as a result, some countries are cutting off travel to India. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's starting again. It and is. it's starting again because we didn't do a good enough job to begin with. So that being said, you know, we're not a COVID nineteen show. We're not doctors. No, no, no. But if you can think beyond yourself and yeah. the greater good of humanity and others around Just, you. Just, I I would argue no. Be completely selfish. What if everybody else didn't take care of themselves? Yes, but that's part of the problem. They don't care about that. 
No, if everyone else didn't take care of themselves, how's the best way to take care of yourself? Wear a mask, get your vaccine if you're eligible, wash your hands, and self-isolate. No, you're right. But they're, I, but they're not doing that. Our culture doesn't, doesn't educate <laughs> that, people. That's what I'm saying, our, yeah. our culture doesn't educate people to take care of the masses. Yeah. We're capitalists. Capitalism means I win all of the money, you are poor, I won capitalism. Yeah. That's the goal of our country. Better or worse. That's, whatever that's you th- bleak. I mean, it's whatever you think about it. The 20th century taught us anything. It's that the goal of capitalism is to make all of the money and let the poor people be poor and let them be damned. Like, that's like <laughs> that's, that's what we so did. That's so depressing. So, I mean, that's, that's what I, I like. I don't like that. Neither do I. But our hard left turn against good social programs yeah. of like the fifty of the thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties, um, the deregulation, anti-union, anti-labor, like all the things that we've done, we're not putting that genie back in the bottle. The only way to do that is personal, individual self-governance in yeah. a weirdly libertarian way. But you have to realize is that all of our rights are commingled. I mean, like it, this is not the notion of like freedom of speech or um, owning a gun. It's like, yeah, you can be a responsible gun owner and own a thousand guns. I fervently believe that. However, you can't control where all the spittle in your mouth comes out and you can't control where all the the little aerosols in somebody else's mouth come out. So get a vaccine and wear a mask. Like, it's weird. Like That people are so against it. Yeah, it's like this weirdly libertarian logic that like somehow wearing a mask is an infringement upon your rights. It's like, no, wearing the mask allows you to continue to have rights because it keeps you alive. Yeah, they don't see it that way at all. You don't, it doesn't, you don't, like, you'll have to pry this this gun from my cold, dead hands. Will you care? You'll be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like your your indifference to, like, your indifference to your responsibility doesn't matter if you're dead. Like, yeah. it m- might matter to whatever God you believe in and in your afterlife. Like, when you get to the pearly gates, um, whoever the the arbiter of justice up there might go, so, guns, huh? You're really pro-gun. Awesome. Come on in. Like, who knows? I don't. <laughs> who knows? That's true. <laughs> like, let's, let's live it in. But if you selfishly take care of yourself, you will invariably end up taking care of other people. Of other people. That's the that's the Randian approach, which Ayn Rand has a huge impact on a lot of these people's logic. But they, uh, anyway, <laughs> you're, for the next you're two like hours. I, you're like I could just go on a whole. You could go yeah, on a whole. I thing. now have energy because I like have hate fire burning deep the within me. The hate fire. <laughs> a passion of a thousand suns. Of a thousand suns. Well, we've been watching more Curse. We're really liking it. We still have to watch Loki's episode today, but mm-hmm. we loved the Loki episode mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. Um. I think that's it. Yeah. You're watching Sex Life on Netflix? I watched the first episode. Not grabbed? I'm curious. So I'll probably watch a little more. Still Ooh. loving a million little things. I did watch uh, Working Moms. They had, they had a short season five that just came out and I loved it because I love that show. I love that show. If you're a mom. you uh, That one episode, you, that one clip you showed me was pretty funny. Oh my gosh. It was something verbatim that Jason from and our, I were... From our yes. It was so funny. But... Yeah, no, we'll, we'll watch more this week. But the biggest thing is our, our little baby's turning three. Oh, yeah. And we'll fill you in well, on We get to celebrate with goes, my parents, which I'm thrilled. And we get I'm to thrilled. celebrate with Jason's parents. They're going to be here, which is the so nice. The parents are coming. The parents the are coming. The parents are coming. And hopefully all the flights will come in great. And everyone will stay safe and protected. And it won't 
you that know, was me knocking on wood. spread on craziness because everyone's <sighs> traveling. So just be safe. Take care wear of each other. Wear a mask. And get your vaccine happy if July you can. Happy July 4th. Happy America's birthday. Everyone be safe, but enjoy the Celebrating Juneteenth doesn't mean you can't also celebrate the 4th of July. What? It's weird. There's been a, a there's been a weird thing that people have said. Juneteenth is trying to take away the Fourth of July. It's like, no, it's not. What? Yeah, people are weird. What? Yeah. I have not heard that, and that's ridiculous. Yeah. Fourth of July is celebrating America's promise. The Juneteenth is celebrating the beginning of America finally living up to just the very inkling of its promise. Wow. That's my opinion. I like and you that. You can celebrate both. You should of celebrate both. Of course, you can celebrate both. They're different things. Yes. <laughs> because the fourth, uh, when the fourth, fourth of July, seventeen seventy six, seventeen seventy six, not everybody in this country was free. No, and it's important no. for us to understand to that, know that. And recognize that. Yeah, and you know, it's it's been slow. You know, our country has not <laughs> been, been quick slow. to progress. Yes. we have to own that. Yes, but at the same time, we're the greatest democratic experiment in the history of the world. That's true. We're not the largest democracy. That's India, but we're the. Greatest democratic experiment in the history of the world, and we need to continue to go forward and evolve and grow. And uh, we can't think that um, we can't think of change as a negative. We have to think um, of change as a constant goal. Yes. See, you belong in politics too. Ugh. He'll eventually be in politics. As well. You're going to be an artist politician. It'll be Ugh. great. It'll be great. Don't make me do it. It'll be great. <laughs> well, I love you. I love you too, babe. And let's try to get a little bit of rest before I go pick up Lionel. And thank you all for tuning in. But like you said, I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. I think you are. <laughs> and this has been, been Married, Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Yes. Love is love. Love is Happy love is love. Happy 4th of July. Happy and, Pride. Um, stay home if you can. Self-isolate if you feel sick. Wear a mask. Get a vaccine if you can. We love you. Get safe. Take care of each other. Bye. Bye. Bye.